Jillian Pensavale. Patrick Hines. I feel like we got it back this week. We're getting, we're getting there. <laughs> Girl, before we get to the show, we just have to tell everybody about our new full bonus episode, which is coming out this week. You guys, it's all about Madonna, truth or dare. You know how I listened to Madonna on the way here when we were recording that? Because I was like, I'm just like so much Madonna. I have not stopped. (laughs) Not that I don't listen to her regularly anyway, but it's just been whenever I'm in my travels, she's just on a constant loop in my head. It's amazing. You guys, I'm not just... I'm not just saying it. Like, I really think this might be the funniest episode we've ever done. I can't wait. Uh, And so it's our second full bonus episode. That means there's now going to be two. Then we have at least six mini episodes. There's a ton of bonus content for you guys to check out. Join our Patreon community. We're having such a great time. It's the best. Uh, You can go to patreon.com slash truecrimeobsessed or go to our website and click on the Patreon link and find us there. And come hang out. We're having a blast. Oh, my God. We're all best friends. Totally. Girl, what are we talking about today? We're talking about Welcome to Lee. I'm so... <laughs> So excited. I have my garbage bell and hero bell ready yes. to go. When he first got here, he turned around and asked me, did we have any land for sale? I had no idea what his ultimate plan was. Well-known white supremacist Craig Cobb plans to turn Leith into a white nationalist community. Here we can gather together and become a simple majority by legal electoral rights. We live here, we breathe here, our kids grow up here. That's white Americans hating on us, who are also white Americans. This is what we sleep with every night. They simply will not allow us to keep one another's company freely and openly. Leave me alone. You shall be, I will hit you. He posts my name, my address. We gotta go. The Nazi people, I think they're all snakes. You gotta cut their head off to get rid of them. If we weren't getting harassed so much, we wouldn't have to do this. You're running us out of this damn town. Should we just jump right in? Yeah. All right. How does it start? Well, it starts with, um, not sure if this is Mr. Becky's cousin, (laughs) sister, wannabe lover, but uh, Deborah Henderson... Just talking. Uh, she always films vertical, that bitch. <laughs> she films everything. The heavy mouth breathing. We are going to get into all this, but she kicks off this shit show. And she's talking about patrolling with sexy ass guns. <laughs> this is Mr. Cobb and my lover, Kynan Dutton. Patrolling with sexy ass guns. Yes, it is. There is a special place in hell for fucking mouth breathers. I mean, she's constantly out of breath. (laughs) Well, and we see this later. She can't keep up with them. They're walking too fast for her. And they're like, keep up. Because she may be white, but she is a woman. So she's definitely not as important as the inbred pieces of shit in front of her. And she also calls her like, l- listen, I love a skinny man. Like, but she calls her disgusting, filthy boyfriend. She's like inbred. He's, he's dis- 100% he's so inbred. Yeah, she calls, she refers to him as her lover. And she's always like, my honey, my this. She's I like, know. you look like Becky Fisher. <laughs> he is scrawny and inbred. There's no way you guys have anything. I know. You just know. love guns and hating everyone who's not white. That's yeah. the only thing you have in common. And so the thing is, like, we're watching this video of, her, of them we don't really know what's happening we just know they're walking down the street the two guys in front of her have guns and we're hearing these like frantic 911 calls right about how they're the people in this town are being terrorized by yeah. the people the crazy people with the guns <laughs> I can't believe it and then this fucking mouth breather behind the camera <laughs> We start to meet the people in this town called Leith. And where is it? 
North Dakota. In North Dakota. We learn from the mayor, Ryan, Ryan Shock. Who's very adorable. Yeah. Yeah, he's very Very, cute. very North Dakota yeah. jeans and flannel. <laughs> like, I'm here for it. Um, but he My mother would be very comfortable in this town. Totally, yeah, yeah. And his lovely wife, Michelle. He's yeah. the mayor. And he tells us that there are 24 residents in Leith. Leith is uh, three square miles and 24 residents with the children. We're very welcoming of people because, uh, you know, if somebody says we want to move there, we, we were grateful for it because we had new neighbors and uh, just more people around. This is one of those towns where you're like, that kind of town doesn't exist. It does, and it's called Leith, and it's in North Dakota. 24 people, all of whom are lovely. Right, and like immediately Ryan is telling us we have each other's back. It's a small yeah, town. How yeah, can you not? There are 24 of you. The city kind of died off in the mid-1900s, and uh, there's only one business left here. There is a bar run by that awesome little old lady who doesn't say anything, but is always drinking a light beer. I'm obsessed with her. I like, I saw my, I like looked into the mirror and saw myself totally. and her. And it's like where they all go to talk about like, can you believe these fucking white supremacists are trying to take over our town? Girls, what are we going to do? Please? So we meet Heather and Lee Cook. They've been married almost 14 years. They met in church. I'm God obsessed bless them. With them. I know. We'll find out later that they left Washington because his 17 year old daughter was murdered. Right. And that's kind of all we know and that's fine. He yeah. can deal with that and, yeah. and mourn and, and deal with that trauma, however. So we don't know the details of that, but this fact comes back later in yeah. a really garbage way. <laughs> yes. Um, they and- seem lovely, by the way. I totally want to go to their house for Sunday dinner. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. They also tell this hilarious joke, but they never laugh. <laughs> you know, when we moved in, we used to joke that we increased the population of Leith by what? 25 or 50 percent <laughs> yeah. or something with our kids and everything. So it was kind of a joke. By what? 25, 50%? That was hilarious. But they're not laughing about it. They're just talking about how hilarious I it is. I know. I'm like, They've been through Lee, hell, these poor people. I'm obsessed with I them. Know. They can tell all the bad jokes they want. I am here for all of them. Totally. So next we meet Bobby Harper. Hero, hero Bell. Hero Bell, Hero Bell. All of the Hero Bells. He, this guy keeps a sense of humor the whole time. He's the one... Okay, at one point they referred to him as the one black. I was like, okay, North Dakota, settle down. You could just say person. Right. They call Leith. him the one black. Leith. Right. Get it together. But he's the one black person who's married to a white... He's also married to a white woman. He's married to a white. He's married to a white <laughs> who lives in Leith. I met my wife in uh, Norfolk, Nebraska. She always teased me about coming up here to live, and I was like, no, <laughs> it's not going to happen, you know. But... uh I'm pretty much that comfortable up here. He's sort of just like, I don't see what the problem is. Like, why would I leave? Right. And I'm exactly. like, Bobby. I know. Let's all, I mean, we can go to dinner for 26, whether there's totally. 24 people there. Yeah. Let's all go to Chili's or whatever and rent out that back room. I'll just hang out. Bring that $3 lady with the beer. $18 ounce margaritas. You oh my know God. they are. Please, yeah. bring that old lady with the with the beer totally. too. Um, the after party will be in her bar. It'll be awesome. Leith, ladies, call me up. So this movie sort of goes like month to month. Yeah. So the first month that we that we're dealing with is August. Mm-hmm. What happens? This guy comes to town and all of the Leith people, Leith's, <laughs> the Leithians, the Leithians are just saying there was this weird guy and he has like crazy white hair and he kept to himself and he was quiet. And it's like in a town of 24, everyone is just like, right. who's that? And when you look like the way he looks, you're like, who's that guy who has like the Einstein hair? What's going on with that? <laughs> Cobb's arrival happened a year ago, and at first uh, I just thought he was a quiet, uh, keep-to-himself type of guy. I didn't want to, you know, be buddy-buddy with him because he did come across as a little strange, but I thought, this is just a lonely man, you know, that needs somebody to care about him. That was my first thought. Um, and even Michelle, who is the um, the mayor's wife, she yeah. was like, it's, cr- it's horrible to say now, but, like, he was single, my mom was single. I, <laughs> I said, Mom... There's this guy in Leith. He's lonely. Maybe you guys could hook up. <laughs> so this guy, his name is Craig Cobb. <laughs> That's all garbage. We'll let you know when it's the hero bell. We'll just say hero bell, you guys. Wish somebody in the Facebook group suggested that we get a hero horn. I'm kind of into it. I'm kind of into you guys, it. This is going to become like a morning zoo radio show very quickly, and I will not allow it. I will not. A hero said, if anything, it should be like a harp. like, <laughs> But it's not going to be anything. We're going to have the bell and that's it. Morning Sue. <laughs> We're not doing it. So this is where we get like our first like meeting with Craig Cobb. He's sort of like showing, I guess, the filmmaker his property. You bought this land right here? Yes. 
Okay. Yes. And what did you buy this land here for, this empty land? Uh, let me see. There's, these lots were 500 each, and I'm told $500. Now, yeah. But now they're worth about 3300 Yeah, so he's buying up plots of land for like 500 bucks. Can you imagine? $500, you get a plot of land somewhere? Right. And he's just going around like asking random people. Like everyone is walking in Leith because it's three square miles. So like every, you just see a lot of these conversations happen like in passing on this dirt road. I've seen him once on the street when he first got here and he he turned around and asked me, did we have any land for sale? And he had a long coat and kind of looked over his shoulder to ask me the question and and I thought it was kind of weird because the coat was kind of warm for the time of the day and time of the year, you know. And I was like, no, we didn't have any land for sale. And he kept walking. So he's just this, like, local weirdo, right? Right, and no one knew what his, like, quote, ultimate plan was. Right, nobody knew who this person was, of course. Right. Jump cut to Montgomery, Alabama. Hero Bell, (laughs) Southern Poverty Law Center. We meet Ryan Lenz and my girlfriend, Heidi Beerish. I just want to say one thing, because, like, if it's on the screen anywhere, my eye immediately goes to it. There's a fucking Confederate flag. Like, we see, like, the skyline of Montgomery, Alabama, and the fucking Confederate flag. I know. God damn it. Garbage. Thank you. Garbage. So Ryan Lenz studies hate groups. You know, if you want to be a Nazi, you can be a Nazi. But, like, I'm going to make sure the world knows you're a Nazi. Sure, freedom of speech or whatever. First Amendment, awesome. But my freedom of speech is I get to shame you. Totally. I love love him. Yeah. And Heidi is not having any of your (laughs) shit. Don't even try it. She has had it up to here with these white supremacists. She is not standing for it another minute. Exactly. We cover white supremacists. We think white supremacy is something that shouldn't exist. We don't want hate groups to exist in this country. We're going to do whatever we can legally using public information to destroy these groups. Heidi tells us that they've been writing about Cobb for more than a decade. I mean, this is a guy who was on the lam from a hate crime charge in Canada. This guy who got kicked out of Estonia for illegal activities. I mean, this is one of, you know, top 10 white supremacists in the United States. I, what do you have to do to get kicked out of Estonia? Thank you. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, what? Why? Also, like, on the lam from a hate crime charge in Canada? He's a nightmare. Can you guys leave Canada alone? They are ni- They are our neighbors to the north. They are nice. Uh, calm down. Of course, he has to ruin everything. Right. Um, and then we see these horrible videos that if you play, you'll have to bleep every word. I wanted to say this at the top. We're not. I'm not yeah. even going to. I'm not no, going to no. even play anything that has to be bleeped. Right. It's so. I won't do it. Right. So just imagine like a super racist, crazy person screaming. It's that. Yeah. Every yeah. horrible word you could think of. It's that. Yeah. And he's very. Um, he instigates and he's super aggressive and yeah. he wants you to react. Right. That's his whole MO. They start telling us about the creativity movement. I know. It's absurd. <laughs> Craig Cobb has been involved in the creativity movement for years and years and years. They call themselves creators. So when you say you're a creator, I mean, you're not saying you're a creation of God, like there's some God out there that made you what you are. No, you are God. All Aryan man is God. And these people produce a lot of violence. So this is another thing that people do uh, when they're evil and awful. They try to make, they name their group something super non-threatening. Yeah, 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 totally. Focus on the family. Don't get me started. Please, the creativity movement. Like you guys are just like, that's not creative. Like like, you're the opposite (laughs) of creative. Like, fuck you. I hate you. I know. So then we learn we learn a little bit about their tactics and oh. one of the things that they'll do if like for example there was this judge who who ruled against them Hero Bell Hero Bell to the judge Craig Cobb posted Judge Lefkow's home address Cobb is a bit of a maniac about posting personal information in retaliation for um, things that he doesn't like that are being said about him or about his allies. They posted her address online, and then all of a sudden she's shot dead and killed. Right. And so Cobb can say, like, I had nothing to do with it. I wasn't there. It's a very Charles Manson situation where it's like, I'm just telling these people what to do and giving people addresses and giving them advice on how to kill people. But I don't know. Exactly. Why are you looking at me? Right. Right. Exactly. Nightmare. So then we learn about the Vanguard News Network. Again, another one of those things that sounds like uh, real news. Right, right. <laughs> like, our friend Heidi just tells us right away. It's just, like, nationalist, racist. It's, like, the most awful, horrible, racist thing on the internet. And because they're all stupid idiots, it's just a message board. It's, right. like, not a well... I mean, none of this is well run in right. any way. It's very antiquated, and it's, like, an AOL, like, GeoCities <laughs> message board. Right. And they're just like, I hate everyone who's not white. And they're like, oh, cool, me too. So they decide, and they it's all very public. They decide, Craig Cobb learns about Leith. It's a small town. It's super cheap. You can get a great job and buy this. And he's just like, okay, so we're just going to take over Leith. Who's with me? And so Cobb had posted something on 
Vanguard News Network, that white nationalist racist forum. He had posted something, sent out an open advertisement, you know, saying that he had gone to Leith and he encouraged all white nationalists to move there, told everybody what he was doing. So the idea is that they'll go there, they'll all move there, and right away they'll have enough votes to take over city council, city government, they'll be able to run the whole place. Right. So this guy Ryan, who is the guy who writes for the Southern Poverty Law Center, is not having it. So I flew to North Dakota, to Grant County, and so I went to the county offices. I said, hey, has Craig Cobb sold or bought properties on the last 10 months? And she starts saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually been buying quite a lot. You know, I said, well, who's he been, like, and he, has he been selling? Oh, yeah, he sold some, too. And I said, to whom? And she starts naming these people, like, you know, names that are, you know, as much as they can be luminaries on the racist right. So what Ryan finds out is that, like, the idea wasn't just to move there. It was to get, like, the leaders of this alt-right racist movement to come and make Leith their headquarters. The best part is that he just got the stupid fucking dummies. Right. That's the best part about it. Spoiler. Like, that's the greatest totally. part. But the thing about Ryan Lenz tells us that the thing about Leith is, like, it's perfect for this in so many ways, like what we were just talking about. Yeah. But then you hear, like, these beautiful tropical fish in Leith who, like, literally did not know what white supremacists were. Then I started thinking, you know, like, what a perfect place to do it. You go to someplace like Leith, you know, where people aren't looking, where people keep to themselves. So I went and talked to Ryan Shook. I was shocked. And being as I live out here and I've, I haven't been much place in this world, I honestly didn't even know what a white supremacist was at the time. Now, when the townspeople become aware of it, mm-hmm. it, like you're saying, it's a total shock to them. And Ryan, the writer, has this great thing that he says about them realizing they've got to do something about it. Right. It was this moment where the outside world that is kept apart from much of rural America comes in and just sort of like rears its ugly fucking head and you have to address it. Something that you didn't even know existed all of a sudden just kind of like came up through the soil. So now it's September and we see like people are starting to follow Cobb around with cameras. They're like not letting him get away with anything. So he's always on camera. And one of the first things he says is that he donated a building to NSM, the National Socialist Movement. You guys. (laughs) I donated a building to NSM. Uh, I support a lot of what they do. The National Socialist Movement is one of the largest neo-Nazi groups in the country. Just as our founding fathers shot the warning shots of the revolution, a new revolution is brewing here. The NSM lists its headquarters right here in Detroit. So then it immediately cuts to Detroit, where this the headquarters is. It cuts to like a Nazi flag flying over Detroit. Of course. And then we meet this crazy, crazy man, Jeff Shope. And of course, his title is like a commander. They're all like, <laughs> you guys have the smallest peens right. and are just the smallest brains. And I just hate yeah, you. It's I know. so transparent and obvious. Like, I used to be called the commander. Like, calm down. I, well, first of all, calm down. This guy is super, super fucking intense. Relax. Originally, Craig had contacted us about what he was doing in Leith and had deeded us a property. And, you know, when the media got involved and SPLC tried to make a big deal out of it, like he should be stopped. To me, I took it as a threat. Here's this guy that they feel that they can victimize. Nobody victimizes the National Socialist Movement. It's asking for trouble. It's like backing a dog into a corner with a stick. You keep poking that dog into the corner with a stick, you're going to get bit. And all of a sudden, we were seeing these, like, aerial shots of this, like, I, I guess it's supposed to be, they're like, it's like a protest in the town or something? It's like their town hall, because there's about to be a meeting. Yeah. A town hall meeting. So everyone is rallying, because they know now it's like the Nazis are going to try to get political power in this town, which is, set, is so crazy to say for it's a town so of 24 insane. people. Right, because you see this, it's like the middle of the woods, it feels like. Yeah. And there's like this, all of these people gathered. Like on a dirt road. Protesting these, like, four people. I know. And it's it's crazy. It's awesome. Yeah. Former members of the activist group Anti-Racist Action have ties to North Dakota and are planning to rally around the town of Leith and force Cobb out. And the scene ends, we, it's like a fade out, and it's so awesome because they are so outnumbered. Yeah. And you can tell Cobb... The bad guys are outnumbered. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you can tell Cobb is like, don't react, don't react. Right. And he's getting scared because people are screaming at him, yeah. mostly Lee Cook. They like, follow him to his house, and they're standing yeah. in his front yard. Like, and you can see he's got this insane person smile on his face because yeah. he's scared. It's absolutely. But he's like not letting on that he's scared. Totally. Yeah. We're going to be watching you all the Every second you're going to be watched. Oh, we're going to be 
now we're in October, and finally, like another white supremacist moves <laughs> to the neighborhood to join the ranks. Right. Is this is number two, guys? This makes number two. Right. Kynan Dutton. Yeah. Let me at him. I'm like a boxer <laughs> stretching, ready <laughs> to this go. Skinny beanpole piece of shit. <laughs> Who is one a zillion percent inbred, you guys? I, you know, I'm not gonna make fun of the way someone looks. If you know, I don't like yeah. doing that. I think yeah. it's cheap and mean. And if someone can't help it, whatever. Yeah. But he's an asshole, and totally. he's a fucking Nazi. Yeah. So totally. I get to say that he's a scrawny inbred piece of shit. <laughs> That's how this podcast works. Um, and he and he keeps saying he's an Iraqi war veteran, and he keeps saying that like. He's disabled. Right. He's on disability, but I think he's just too fucking stupid to get a job. All we want in the world is our own separatism and uh, our ability to live within our own people, to reinforce our own culture. We feel like uh, in public and in modern society, there's too much of the multiculturalism and that it's taking away from our people's solidarity. And here's what we start learning about these houses. Yeah. Because of Kynan, I mean... I know. What the fuck kind of name is what that? What is that? I don't know. I hate you. Um, they're using an outhouse. Oh, my God. <laughs> because there's no running water. So these homes that they're buying for yeah. $500 and then Cobb is selling them for a dollar have no running water and no sewage. Right. So the the regular people who live in Leeds all have regular plumbing. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But Cobb is like, like I, now you're like, no wonder no one wants to go down there. Right. Because exactly. it's a shithole. Right. And Kynan's like, I know of at least three more Nazis that are coming, you guys. And I'm like, three? <laughs> Throw a party, you I fucking know. idiot. Our goal is to do what we're doing in Leith and be successful to a degree. And then, of course, hopefully, the idea would spread to other communities. If we could have peace and if we could have a white community, then others could too. So we feel like we're uh, sort of a stepping stone to a greater purpose. And there's more people coming. Now we're at Lee and Heather's house, and yeah. we're seeing they're pouring through the postings that they have found. So now the town is now at war with Cobb, and Cobb is doing what he does, which is posting all this personal information online. This is off of a White Nation's post. He's got my name, um, phone number. Yeah, that's what this birth is all date. right here. He posts my name, my address, my ex-wife, all the places I live. Your brother, your sister. My brother, my sister. It's, it's bad. It's really bad. And this is where we find out that Lee's 17-year-old daughter had been murdered, and that's why they've come to Leith, is to sort of start over. Right. So Lee, Lee is the one who's saying that, like, there are people in this town who don't think that a man like this will kill your kids or will hurt you in some way. People really take it for granted that somebody like Cobb is not going to do something to their children. And I wasn't willing to take that chance. At this point, we meet the sheriff oh. of Grant County. He gets a ding. But like, the thing about it is that he's saying is that, that Grant County is 1,600 square miles. They literally have three deputies and a sheriff for 1,600 square miles. Right. They are legitimately not paying enough attention to what's happening mm-hmm. in Leith. There's also not much they can legally do at this point. Right. And the people of Leith are feeling very scared. Like, they, they live there. They know that, like... It's Larry Kramer level at a boil. Yes. And they know, especially because they're online seeing all of these things on uh, on all the message boards. Like, now is the time to draw your sword. Like, right. Craig Cobb, while living a block away from these people, is typing all this hate speech about, like, it's the time for war. Right. This is scary when you live there and you have children. Even if you don't have children. Like, right. what the hell? And even the sheriff is like, there is no such thing as calling for backup. Right. Like, if we show up and suddenly there's a house full of 20 Nazis, we're outnumbered by a lot. We don't have the luxury of having backup. He has four deputies. That's what we were. Well, three deputies and a sheriff. We usually go into something knowing that it's probably just us. You're probably alone. The people of Leith could not figure out why we couldn't just say, you know, Mr. Cobb, you need to leave the area. It just doesn't work that way. So now, okay, now we see another city council meeting. We, we see a lot of these. Yeah. And you guys, henceforth, Kynan Dutton is, is, is skinny, Nazi. skinny Nazi. So Skinny Nazi is at this... Wait, oh, he has a Hitler mustache, you guys, in case you didn't watch it. He has an actual Hitler mustache. That's actually Just true. Saying. I know. No, I think he's drunk in this video. I, a, he's, he's something else. A home else. video of him losing his shit at a, at a city council meeting. You guys think we're some fucking game? We are going... Carol. We are going... You need to eat some soap. Your mouth is filthy. We are going. What? There's 
a lot that happens here because he is saying like, do you guys think we're a game? He's getting super aggressive. And the people of Leith, God bless them. This one woman is like, sir, your mouth is filthy. You need some soap for that mouth of yours. And I don't know who it is, but I hope it's the drunk lady from the bar. That old lady. I love her. But that's what we're dealing with. So it's such an amazing juxtaposition because you have skinny Nazi mustache guy screaming yeah. horrible things yeah. very threatening and just being like just crazy like scream like to who is he screaming I, know, at? I don't know I know and this woman being like young man <laughs> you wash that mouth out or you'll go to bed without your supper and you're just like these people it's just I it know. couldn't be any more I know. different sides of the spectrum it's amazing the next person we meet is Gregory Bruce breaking the hero bell hero bell <laughs> Gregory, call me. I love your style. Gregory has no time for anybody's shit, you guys. This is what he, this is what the first thing Gregory has to say. I don't have a problem with orange, green, black, white, or brown people. They don't bother me that much. Stupid people do. These type of people, the Nazis, I call them, white supremacists, separatists. He's nothing but an antagonistic, misogynistic, uh, let's see, how shall I say this? Uh, he's an idiot. I love him. I'm obsessed with him. So the thing about Gregory Bruce, I guess he's a photographer. He was a Navy SEAL. Uh And then when he got home, he just, I guess, decided to take up photography and web design. He just like really got super creative with his life. And he literally is like, you know what? I have the skills to to document this and to really get in this guy's face. And so I decided I was going to do it. So basically what I did was create a website, leithnd.com, and I had it up and running within 12 hours. And I do this for documentation for the city of Leith. And like I've told people before, if you don't like my camera, that's too bad. I've not had a fire in my belly for the last 25 years, and this has put a fire in my belly. Hero. I know. So now we see another city council meeting. And this one, the audio quality is really bad of this meeting, but it's it's subtitled. Yeah. And this is where you see Cobb getting in Lee Cook's face about the murder of his daughter. And I was literally gripping the table so hard my hand turned red. Yeah, I have chills. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, he, what what is happening is that Cobb is in this room with his computer. I'm assuming he's like live streaming this meeting to his like Nazi friends. Yeah, it's a little unclear what exactly is happening. But he has this laptop and he has the screen up and he's I don't know if he's showing off what's on the screen or if he's showing the people in the live stream what he's seeing. Yeah, it's not that's it's not hard clear. to see. But what's happening is that he's trying to he's just trying to start a fight. And he's and so he's coming after Lee saying like, Lee Cook, your daughter was murdered, right? Your daughter was murdered, right? Lee, Lee Cook's a real problem. Your daughter was murdered, right? Lee Cook? Yeah, I wondered if any of his actions aggravated the murder. And Lee is just not taking the bait. God bless him. I know. And, I know. And the the body language of Craig Cobb, I just felt like I haven't dinged him in a while. I just want to, <laughs> I like couldn't help it. Yeah. But um, the body language of him, he's sort of like taunting him and then like skipping away. He's doing this. He's like prancing. It's all very, very strange. And yeah. he really like gets, gets super personal and horrible. And you're thinking like. How on earth is Lee Cook just blocking this guy out? We're not the only one thinking this. So it cuts to the local bar where like the sheriff and like some people are just hanging out. And they're saying that like Lee is the nicest guy in the world. Right. But that cook is the nicest fucking guy on the planet. I mean, the guy wouldn't hurt a fly, you know, but he's got him so rattled right now. And he's going to push that guy's button too far until he goes over and kills him. It's just a mess. But this is where, like, another frustrated drunk local points out that these people are living on plots of land without any plumbing. He doesn't own one piece of property that has water hookup to it. Nothing. None of them do. So the city council has an idea. This is my favorite thing. Me too. So what they do is, it's now November. Yeah. And Leith is now requiring every home to have running water and a working bathroom since none of the homes that Cobb owns have that. Right. First of all, please think about the fact (laughs) how many months are going by. Right. It's getting cold. Right. Totally. And they're pooping outside. Like, it's just (laughs) like, but, but, and they're shocked that only three more Nazis came down. Like, are you kidding me? And the, the 
way that these Nazis are appalled right. at the idea of running water and sewage, it's like <laughs> Leith is asking them that, like, no, you need bamboo shoots up your fingernails every hour right. on the hour. They're levying these laws specifically to drive us out because of what we believe, which is against the law. It's against our civil liberties. It's against our First Amendment rights. And it's sad because that's white Americans hating on us who are also white Americans. And uh, unfortunately, whether they like it or not, we're here to stay. So we take a little bit of a left turn here. We're hearing these like call-ins on this radio show and Cobb calls into the ra- this radio show and the DJ is saying like, all right, Cobb, you've accepted the challenge to take a DNA test to see like, to prove that you are 100% Aryan. Craig, you were challenged to have a DNA test done to prove your Aryan heritage. Yes. You accepted that on your uh, on your website. You will take a DNA test to prove your Aryan heritage. Cut to ah, cut to something some British Wonderland called the Trisha Show. The Trisha Show. <laughs> Hero Bell. It's a brand new season of Trisha. Today on a Trisha exclusive. You I'm sure it's super trashy, like Maury, totally, but this is totally. amazing. This like a beautiful black woman named Trisha, and the, so the, here, can you paint a picture, please? Okay. <laughs> so imagine the set of Maury, <laughs> only in the UK, <laughs> with this gorgeous black woman as the host, right? And there's another gorgeous black woman also on the couch next to Craig Cobb, who Craig Cobb is so obviously inching away from. <laughs> so it's Craig He's Cobb a nightmare. And this black woman sitting on the couch. They literally are about to be like, you are the father, you aren't the father. Like, it's so you are the father. It is so, and even the reaction is, so she's like, you ready for the results, Craig? And you know, like, oh, this is going to be so good. And then this, this perfect, perfect couple minutes of television happens. Craig Paul Cobb has undergone DNA testing to determine genetic ancestry. 86% European. And... Uh, 14% Sub-Saharan African. So, okay, what's happening here is they read the results... He's 14% African, and the black woman next to him on the couch doesn't even say anything. She just starts laughing. Talk about a ringtone that is needed around the world. She is hysterical in the best way. So as this woman who's laughing her ass off, and and Trisha, who's just like trying to like give him pounds. Trisha literally says... Sweetheart, you have a little black in you. Sweetheart, you have a little black in you. And the audience is screaming like the roof has been blown off. Yeah. Then it cuts to Bobby Harper, the one black guy who lives in Leith. No one gets more satisfaction out of this than lovely Bobby. This guy had 14% black in him, and I'm trying to figure out how can you join a hate group and you don't check your DNA? (laughs) He's black. Sin is great. And I love that he's like, sin is great. Oh my God, <laughs> and he's just laughing. Yeah. He's just laughing, which is just the best part. Yeah. Okay, now we're back to Mr. Fucking Debbie. This Ms. is Skinny Nazi's wife. Mr. Debbie and Mr. Becky, I'm telling you, match made in heaven. <laughs> this scene is actually insane. It's, it's... I mean, so what's happening is that Cobb and Skinny Nazi have decided that they need to take their guns and patrol the neighborhood, like assault rifles, not assault rifles. guns, like yeah. like totally, totally awful illegal guns, right? And so they're they're patrolling, they're quote patrolling the neighborhood, and they have Mr. Deb on her fucking vertical cell phone, vertical with the mouth breathing, <laughs> and they're about fifty yards ahead of her because the fat piece of shit can't keep up. <laughs> when you're a Nazi, I get to say that about you, right? Make sure that we're both in the camera. Oh, yeah. I haven't let you guys get out of screen the whole time. Okay, you guys are going quicker than I am. And also, Cobb is direct. He's, like, directing her. The point here is to show that they are not being the aggressors, that they are just, like, protecting their property. So he gets into the screaming match with Lee. Lee, who's, like, shouting, I love you. I'm praying for you. Like, and the whole point is that Lee is a Christian and... Cobb does not think highly of Christians. You know, I'm, hey, hey, you son of a bitch, Christian, I'll treat you the same way. Come on over here. You think because he's a woman? Fuck you, you little pussy boy. Come on over here. One of my favorite things that I love in the screaming match with Lee Cook. Yeah. He's 
Craig Cobb is screaming like a lunatic at the top of his lungs. And Lee Cook is like, I can't control your actions. I can just control my reaction to your actions. And it is making Craig Cobb (laughs) incensed. He's incensed. I can only control my own behavior. I can't regulate. I can control mine, too. I'm not shooting you, am I? Fuck you. Hey, hey, listen, asshole. I'm one of the most famous racists in the world, you son of a bitch. So this is where we start to hear the 911 calls. Right. 911, what's your emergency? At the police right away. They're out there with guns. They're yelling at my husband. They've been yelling. Where are you? We're in Leeds. You're in Leeds? Yes, right away. Okay. So then the cops show up. The police get out of the car and they handle, they come upon these two crazy men with rifles and they handle them with such kid gloves. It's so infuriating. I know. Guys, I have nothing to say. We're going home. And then Cobb is saying, I have nothing to say, I have nothing to say. Finally, the cop gets loud and he's like, I, you, I demand that you tell me if this gun is loaded. Are they loaded? I have nothing to say. We're going home. Terry stops says, I'm allowed to check if you have a loaded weapon or not. Officer safety. Is that gun loaded? Yes or no? Okay, it is loaded. Okay. But it's not chambered. It's not chambered. Okay, you, sir? Then. Seriously, can it barely hear what the cops say because of that fucking mouth breathing. I won't get over it. I will not get over it. Like, that should have been subtitled for people who don't do with closed captions because it's just like... And the cops are like, sir, please put down the assault rifle. So the cops let them go and they and they go home. So then what happens is the cops have gone away, then they come back. And again... Oh, this is amazing. Oh my God, I know. Again, Mr. Deb is like trailing... Cobb and the skinny Nazi outside. Then the cops finally fucking do the right thing and arrest Cobb and skinny Nazi. Right. Don't come on my property without a warrant. You're, you're under arrest. Okay, I'm under arrest. Fine. Turn around, please. Turn around, fucking Okay. Her mouth breathing. I can't. But um, <laughs> then and then she adds like size to it because she literally she's right, like, right, that's right. <sighs> And I'm like, you need to stop. But then she just keeps filming. Like, they drive away, and there's nothing for her to film anymore. And it's yeah. like, she doesn't know what to do without Craig Cobb yelling at her. Right. Because she's just like, I don't. Right. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just filming. And it's like this gray thing with, like, all the bare trees. And it's just right. like, girl, there's nothing to film anymore. But there's no one to tell her what to do. So she's just like, oh. <clears throat> So Craig Cobb and Skinny Nazi have been arrested. Yeah. So they're just whatever. But now we're in February and like Lee Cook and the mayor, they're like, they are seeing this as a win that Cobb is in jail. So he is, his bail is set at a million dollars. He enters the courtroom, new haircut. Someone went to the salon, fresh <laughs> shave. You know how like usually yeah. people want to look as crazy as possible? Totally, yeah. He is doing the complete opposite And I gotta here. tell you, like with, with the no beard and the haircut, he looks like a, he just looks like a docile old man. And now he's doing an interview from jail mm-hmm. and he's talking about the Southern Poverty Law, Law Center again. And this is where he talks about the Nazis as like these, like the just these few wacky old men who just want to get together and the Southern Poverty Law Center will not let them congregate in public. For some reason, they simply will not allow the infinitesimal few of us that there are to uh, keep one another's company freely and openly. Right. The the Southern Poverty Law Center has been stalking him. Right. <laughs> they don't let him have jobs. Wah, wah, wah. The Southern Poverty Law Center has stalked me for about seven years. This is literally the fourth time uh, via which they or their operatives have done this to me. That is, stalked me, gotten me fired, uh, gotten me evicted, gotten me run out of countries even. I'm not young. You know, I'm an older guy. So why don't they say, just leave this cantankerous uh, kind of uh, odd fellow alone? No, they're not going to do that, you see. Then he's like, oh, by the way, and I have Asperger's and a super high IQ. And I'm like, I know, I know. It's so bizarre. Don't, like, suddenly cry Asperger's now. Don't do that. So here's the thing. These guys are in jail because the townspeople were feeling terrorized. And now it's gotten back to the prosecutor that Craig Bruce, our hero, who, you know, made the website and is the one with the camera, didn't feel terrorized. Back in November, when all of these alleged victims were spoke to, Every one of them told us without any reservation that they feared for their safety. They feared for their life. After the pretrial conference, Mr. Bruce loudly and proudly proclaimed he had no fear of Mr. Cobb that day or Mr. Dutton. They were not going to hurt him. When I informed him if you were not in fear for your life or your serious bodily injury, 
It's not terrorizing. We now have a weakened case. As I sit here today, it's looking like this case will be pled out in the near future. Now they don't have a solid case, basically. Right. So it was a little bit of Craig, girl, I love you. A little bit of pride coming through by being like, I'm not scared of these people. Right, and it's yeah. like, yeah, you could say that you're personally not scared, but you could still say I'm scared for that my other townspeople. Like, like he was in the Navy. Like, I'm scared in the moment that I see two crazy men walking around the neighborhood with rifles. Right. That moment was terrifying. Just because he is like a former Navy SEAL, Green Beret or whatever, and right. he's not scared, that doesn't mean that what they're doing isn't scary. Right, totally. And the prosecutor doesn't right. get that. And he's like, morally, I can't do it. And he right. totally screws up the entire case. So, right. So what happens is now they cut a deal with Skinny Nazi. He gets to go home as long as he testifies against Cobb. So when Skinny Nazi he gets home we learn a couple things about him number one he's always wanted to be a chef all right <laughs> yes we national socialists cook normal food and eat normal things do normal activities as long as i've been a chef i've always said that someday i'm gonna write my own cookbook and i'm gonna open up my own restaurant that features my food my creations my flavors i'm like you're a nazi first of all right. and i don't give a shit what you eat and then perhaps the most terrifying moment in the entire documentary where skinny nazi and mr deb are sitting on the couch with their beautiful little child who's like four or whatever and he's like talking about his homework and how he has to this is this I is can't. outrageous i can't they have he has to like name words that begin with the letter n you and guys. A- immediately you're like oh god oh god oh my god oh. nickel nickel that's a good, good one. one nine nine, nine. that's yeah. right and as much as you, the viewer, is like, don't say it. Please don't, don't say it. it. Please don't, don't say, say it. it. Don't say you it. know that yeah. Skinny Nazi and Mr. Deb are like, are you going to say it? Please say it. Please say it. No. What other words start with an N? It's horrifying. He doesn't say it. He doesn't. Thank God. Thank fucking God. Because, I mean, I... Th- th- Marsha, Sylvia, thank you, ladies, for looking <laughs> down on us on this moment. And it's, social services, like, where are you? I know. Get them out of there. I know. And, like, in a real home. Don't are just, you like, put to, them in the I'm system. I'm a foster parent. Are you allowed to be a Nazi? I mean, you shouldn't be. I know. I would hope not. I know. Right. So now we're now we're seeing that, like... It's not the the case isn't going well, and they the prosecutor decides to take a plea deal. So ba- the people in Leith are just they've had it. The prosecutor screwed it up. They're just not happy, so they're just like burning down the Nazi homes. <laughs> the health department condemned it, so we're gonna tear it down. They get like a whatever you call. I'm not. A, I'm I'm barely a man, so I don't know what these boy things are called. Like a tractor is that the tractor thing that they use to knock the house down? But it doesn't. I, work. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. So they get one of those tractor things to like knock the house down, but it doesn't work. So they just burn it they down. Burn it. it feels real good to see that asshole's property go down. And then so one of the smug Nazis, I don't care what his name is, I don't care about getting it right, he's like, thanks for clearing the lot for us, people of Leith. And I'm like, stop acting like it's a win for you. You don't live there. You're not taking over the town. You bought it for a dot. Like, stop. So basically, Craig Cobb gets a four-year like probation suspended sentence nightmare situation. Mm-hmm. He gets out of jail and he goes to a hotel where the documentarians follow him and they just like have this crazy like sort of like exit interview. Well, it's a Motel Six and he he checks in as Paul Cobb, right? And then he's calling everybody, right? Saying like, "Hey, I'm out. Just want to thank you all for all these the other Nazis that you've heard about throughout." Right, and he's like, but don't tell anyone where I am, but I just want to thank you for the support and right. blah, 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 blah. So basically, the people of Leith are, they, they say this is going to go one of two ways. Either he's going to come out with guns blazing, you know, to get us all back, to get revenge, or he's going to disappear. And basically, you see him, like, packing all of his shit in a garbage bag <laughs> and standing at a bus stop. Right, and then he like has this picture of Hitler, and he's like, "I bet they regret letting me out already." And I'm like, "You're a nightmare. You're a living, breathing, ghostly, skeletony nightmare, and I hate you." And that's how it ends. Do you want some updates on Mr. Deb? Yes. Oh, yes. There's an article from the Bismarck Tribune. <laughs> The first sentence, it's from uh, 2013. The first sentence is, The sobbing girlfriend of a jailed white separatist says the movement in Leith is over. (laughs) So Mr. Deb, who's like, I'm not leaving without my honey, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? They left. This whole Leith project failed. Deborah, Mr. Deb is like, I can't get a job. Everyone knows I'm a Nazi. And she's like begging for food stamps. I'm not kidding. Really? She is. She was working as um, someone who cared for, um, I guess, like older people and people who needed, who were on disability, stealing from them. <gasps> 
Yeah. I know. They're horrible, but like nothing worked out. It's awesome. <laughs> Craig Cobb tried to do the same thing in like Nebraska. Nothing worked out. Like Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm so giddy that they just failed miserably. It makes me so happy. So happy. Oh my God. Mr. Deb, Mr. Becky. We I hope they find on like ChristianNightmares.com. You know that they've swiped whatever side, whatever, <laughs> what is it, left, right, whatever the good one is. <laughs> They were just like, oh, who is that? <laughs> you guys, um, if you haven't checked out our Patreon yet, we have so much bonus content. We oh have like six mini episodes, one full bonus episode. Our new bonus episode, Madonna Truth or Dare, is up this week. Uh, it's I, I have honestly gone on the record as saying I think it might be the best episode we've ever made. I can't wait. I'm not just saying that to get you to go, like, you know, join our community, but it really really is like the maybe the funniest one we've if had. it wasn't then we're we're doing the wrong thing exactly. like how could you and exactly. I not like just be awesome it's- at a Madonna commentary <laughs> I mean I'm not, not to be a dick or anything but come on you can go to patreon.com slash true crime obsessed or you can go to our website and click on the patreon link and join our online community there and thank you so much to everyone who's already done that we're totally. obsessed with you we and are. you're our best friends who you are yeah. um where can they find us girl at true crime obsessed on twitter and at true crime obsessed dot com where can they find you at Jillian with a G. You can find me at Patrick Hines on the Twitter, at Patrick Hines underscore on the Instagram. You guys, coming up next, we're doing it. Sour grapes. Sour grapes. You got, I can't believe the fervor. People are I know. dying for us to do this. I know, I know. So here you go. We love you. You got it. You guys, our palate cleanser today is going to be from um, the producers. Amazing. A little song called Springtime for Hitler. Obviously. <laughs> uh, stay tuned for the preview for Sour Grapes and then our hilarious and ridiculous outtakes. TM, 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 TM. <laughs> and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. When you leave things unregulated, you allow the wolves to come in and game the system. Prices are skyrocketing. What if I told you that you could turn your love of wine into an investment return? Today, there is no relation between the prices and what is in the bottle. 20 grand for the bottle, and you want this. Boom, 1019. We're talking about wine here. The auction scene really started in the 90s. The economy was booming back then. I started being aware of this kind of skinny, geeky, young guy that liked wine. We had this mysterious background. He was like the Gen X Great Gatsby. No one had ever spent that much money that fast. It was ruining the quiet little club that the old guys had. Can you please state your name for the record? Rudy Cornelwin. Stock market is down. Down traders are standing there watching in amazement. I don't blame them. Everything with this fellow just kept coming up fake. Fake wine. In the catalog, it was already wrong and fake. When you find a fake wine, it's a dirt. The more we learned, the larger the epidemic became. FBI agents came here. There's something serious going on. I did not, I could not believe. I couldn't believe it. Some of the biggest CEOs of corporate America were duped by this guy. No way. Who created it? Hardly anybody could have done it. That can't be Rudy. Can I refill and put the cork back? Can we just get, but can we get a horn? Can we get a horn and a bell? Then where does it end? (laughs) (laughs) But wouldn't it be hilarious if we had like, uh, 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 uh. no, that's not what a hero sound is. (laughs) (laughs) A hero sound, if anything, it should be like a harp, like, but it's not going to be anything. We're going to have the bell and that's it. Morning Sue. (laughs) We're not doing it. The one thing that we know for sure does not, there is not in Leith, is a salon. God bless the filmmakers because the image they have over <laughs> his, like as this stupid voiceover of him, like, derp, 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 racism, burp, 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 is this perfect mugshot yeah. of just what you think the poor man's Charles Manson would look like totally. after committing some hate crime. With his like crazy Joker hair. Like, this guy's a nightmare. I hate him. And that stupid blue shirt. Like, don't run the color blue. <laughs> 
they're putting up these like Aryan nation flags in their front yard. Like fi- the flag of Finland. The, the Meanwhile, the poor fucking people of Finland eating their like herring are just horrified. They're like, excuse us. I know. <laughs> we did no such thing. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know how to describe him. He's, he's an idiot. <laughs> and I'm like, Craig. And he's like, that's statistical noise. And everyone's like, I'll give you noise. <laughs> you black. It's amazing. For some reason, Craig Cobb wants him and skinny Nazi mustache in the shot the entire time. First right. of all, that'll happen more if you just flip it horizontal, <laughs> mister. Um, and now it's springtime for Hitler and Germany. Deutschland is happy and decaying. We're marching to a faster pace. Look out, here comes the master race. Springtime for Hitler and Germany. Rhineland's our fine land once more. Springtime for Hitler and Germany. Watch out, Europe, we're going on tour. Springtime for Hitler and Germany. Be a smarty. Come and join the Nazi party. 